Let's go over there and shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. This is Hour 3 of Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side... for the Big Dog Sports Talk Power Hour. And we welcome you back into the program. It is hour number three, Power Hour. David Teal in about half an hour. But as is usually the case here at the top of our Wednesday Power Hour, it's time for the Rolf Report with Bill Rolf. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Now along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. And it puts a smile on my face when I see Bill Walker in the studio. Good morning. It's nice to see you here in person today. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Uh, a lot going on, man. You're not kidding me. This is crunch time for college hoops. So much happening right now. Coaching changes affecting the Hokies. We've got got a lot to cover today. But you had, uh, before we came on, Crocodile Rock. You know, that was the song that launched Elton John at the Troubadour. Absolutely. In West Hollywood. A movie A club that still exists. Yes, yes. Movie's so good. I love the way they did the movie with uh, that scene in particular where all of a sudden he's levitating like, here I am now. (laughs) <laughs> the Rocket Man has taken flight with that song. Great stuff, man. And then when I found out the actor was actually singing that himself, that was pretty impressive. But anyway, that's a topic for another we could day. Do can you get? Can we get him on the show? Let's get that. Would lo- oh, that'd be great. He Just doesn't do many of those. No, that was awesome. That was anyway, awesome. Good morning. Um, boy, what a basketball game last night. Oh, the Miami Crows. Hurricanes are a really good basketball they team. They really are. I think they're the best team right now in the league. Yeah, them or Virginia for sure. I'm looking forward. I think when we look at who can win the ACC tournament, those would be teams 1A and 1B. You know, they, they've gone on the road. They've beaten everybody of note in our league on the road. Uh, Coach Larinaga, his um, – you, know, you talk about great coaches in our league. I know. I you know, know, he's up there. There's so many good coaches. It's just – it's – it's almost impossible to outcoach anybody. And, you know, we, we've always known they've had great guards, but, you know, we saw last night um, that the Omir kid was just so good, um, particularly in the first half. And they got a bunch of offensive rebounds, and he was physical. And I, I don't know that I, I left or came away with the conclusion, rather, that Tech played poorly or Tech no. isn't good. It's just no. 
Miami's a really nice, they were just nice team. Yep. I agree. I agree. And Tech, they they did. They played. They did some good things, just not enough defensively, as Coach Young said in the presser. A couple things there. But Wong and Pack are just a handful. They're well compensated too. Yes, they are. You know, Bazilli was a bit off last night. And I think we give Miami credit. You know, they they maybe pushed him out a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, and he had been so good. He had been scoring in the twenties. Well, you know, he's been double figures all these games in a row, but. You know, you can't necessarily expect someone to get 24-25 every night. And Miami did a good job with him. He right? did. They did. And he, Coach Young talked about that. It kind of knocked him off his line a little bit because he had been such a factor. Unstoppable, really, the last couple of weeks for him. But where are we now when you look at Miami? I mean, I've seen so many projections all over the board. How many teams do you think the ACC is getting in the tournament? If the tournament actually? selection was today, yeah, probably just five. Wow. Probably just UVA, Duke, Miami. Uh, Pitt and NC State, and uh, no North, no North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, and that'll be a heck of an NIT opponent <laughs> for someone. The Tar Heels, <laughs> the preseason number one team. But, but you know, it's funny. I was, JJ was in town. James Johnson, our former coach, and um, I had a chance to visit with JJ. He says, "Don't count out the Tar Heels in Greensboro. Don't count out North Carolina in that arena in a sea of blue yeah. uh, to, to make a bit of a run." But Carolina has just been so inconsistent. Uh, they don't uh, – uh, their roster looks like an NCAA oh, tournament Oh, there's no roster. doubt. There's no question. However, when you watch them play, they're just not there. No, and they're getting paid. The difference is you have two teams getting paid, one responding to their veteran coach and one that's uh, just not responded at all to anything this year. It's surprising to me. It really is. Well, Jim Laranega's coached a whole lot more basketball than Hubert <laughs> Davis. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> you know, and that's the one thing when, when you listen to these ACC teleconferences and you hear Coach Ham, Coach Hamilton from Florida State, and Jim Larinaga from Miami, and Coach Beheim. There's a lot. There's decades and decades of coaching experience talking, and sometimes you got to read between the lines of what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But their their basketball acumen is is unquestioned, and you may not agree with everything they say. Certainly, with Coach Beheim, most don't. But they don't agree with a lot of what's going on in college basketball these days right. themselves. And the one thing Larinag has done, I think he, he's adjusted. He's adjusted he to has. this new system. He has. And his team, they're not doing anything illegal. And, they, and they're, they're a really nice team. I, watched, I went to their shoot-around yesterday and, and talked, visited with him briefly and watched them. That is a really, really nice-looking really basketball Agreed. team. Agreed. That's a Final Four type of team. Miami? Yeah, I think yeah. so. If yeah. they can just keep that. That ability that they had to show because Duke, Carolina, Virginia, Pitt, they can't win at Castle. They they did last night. So yeah. I thought that was big for them. Yeah. Big for yeah. their confidence. Miami would be an interesting pick in your bracket. Yeah, it would be. If if the tournament started right today. Yes. Yeah, like yeah, if it was starting this week on a Thursday. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Miami's won seven in a row in the ACC, but let's see what happens in two weeks in Greensboro right. and what happens right. after that. Good change. Because there's injuries and who knows, people get healthy and, and, and who knows what will happen. I'll tell you what I do know is that the tech women's team legit. Kenny was on yesterday, and I didn't say it because I know he'd get mad at me, but I, I think, Bill, I think this is a Final Four team. I, when they're, I really do. They are – Georgia Amore, she has just – I mean, she was on – and you talk about just a, a wonderful human being, first and foremost, and what she brings to the table as well. I, I just – I love what I see out of this. If team. they could get the home first two games of the NCAA Women's Tournament – They should, right? I think so. If the tournament started today, I think they'd probably be a three seed. At least that's what – 
I visited with uh, Evan Hughes, our women's basketball broadcaster, mm-hmm. who you know, and he, yeah. he he tells me that he thinks if the tournament was th- this week, that'd be a three. Be a that three. being said, if the Hokies beat Carolina Thursday, have a nice run at the ACC tournament, maybe there are two. Uh, yeah. Regardless, if you're one of the top four seeds, you play at home. And then, you know, the NCAA women, they've, they've changed everything for the, yeah. the second. You either go to Seattle or Greenville. Mm-hmm. There's there's no more there's no, more there's no the regional old, thank sites. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. So once they're down to sixteen, they're going to send eight teams to the West Coast and eight teams to Greenville. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of coaches that finally were heard, they've been wanting that for a long time. So I like well, that. at least they're not sending everybody to Hartford, right? But I mean, it gives the Gamecocks an amazing advantage. It does. I mean, South Carolina is going to play essentially four home NCAA <laughs> tournament are. games, and then the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's your. That's your pick to, to win. Yeah, they are. Yeah, everybody's going to have – yeah, you have to. You pick South Carolina or the field. For what Dawn's the done. Side. Yeah, and you would go South Carolina right now. All right, uh, the gridiron here before we break. Uh, Brad Glenn, I mean, great opportunity, right? His former buddy there at App State, going to hire him now as the OC at uh, Cincinnati, and they're headed to the Big 12. Kind of a no-brainer for him, I guess. Isn't it funny how an NFL head coaching job change in Indianapolis affects Virginia Tech's <laughs> coaching <laughs> staff? <laughs> right. Because uh, – so Tom um, Manning, who had been in the NFL, was with Satterfield. And he was going to be the offensive coordinator there. And then he left and went back to the Colts. So that's why they've had an opening. Incredibly, Satterfield had – he's had three guys leave his Cincinnati staff. Mm-hmm. And they just got there in right, December, as you'll right. recall. Yeah, it's strange. Um, timing is not great. Timing not. is not great. Three weeks before spring ball, you lose your quarterback coach at a position that's the primary – position of focus on this team for the spring and you've got the kid coming in from Baylor yeah it's the, the time because now you got to find somebody any and any names at all do you think you I, gonna, yeah. I didn't know about this till yesterday yeah, okay. so I've not seen the coach I've not talked with him I'm sure he's got someone in mind yeah I'm sure but I mean it just it's just funny how there's an NFL coaching vacancy the Colts make a pick and then <laughs> Boom, Hokies lose their quarterback <laughs> right, coach right, right. As, as, as the trickle-down, as the domino effect. But the, they'll get somebody good. They'll get somebody good. They will. They will. And he'll have it under control. And I guess it says a lot for you. Now he's had a couple coaches that other schools really wanted. Right? Yeah, Satterfield, was. they were together. They were. At, uh, at App State. Yeah, yeah. So they knew each other. And, and, you know, it's late in the game. That's what I'm saying. It's just it's a weird time. The, the coaching change cycle in college football had already occurred. The convention has already gone through your your transfer portal your recruiting is done and now you have this so you know it's the the timing isn't great right yeah it, it, it's like sure sure it's like losing you've, you've lost your caterer <laughs> on, on the thursday before your wedding <laughs> well, that's, that's you know, the timing that's is not good no it's not good it's but not good. uh they'll figure it out and that'll be an interesting battle as well the whole drones wells thing so they definitely need a coach in there all right, it's Bill Roth in the Roth Report. He's in studio, you know, and we'll take a break, come back. Bill's going to have the SMA update, find out what's going on with the kids over in his class. Also, we're going to have the Baker Team Game of the Week, a lot to choose from, and the NRV Heart Clinic Top 3. All that's coming up as we roll along with the voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth and the Roth Report here on BDST. Come back with us. 
First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. The Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors wishes you a wonderful new year. Buffalo and More, a small business in Reiner, opening January the 4th in their new location at 4040 Reiner Road. Remember them for catering, family-style meals, and their new deli selection. Check Facebook for new hours and more details. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda wish you the best in 2023. From the classroom, to the studio, to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech Sports Media and Analytics Program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. It is the Roth Report here on BDST, and Bill is in studio with us, and always great things going on with the men and women over at the SMA. We had... Our class moved last night. We moved it from the Moss Art Center to Castle Coliseum. Good call. Our play-by-play class last night was the kids with recorders sitting in the stands broadcasting the Miami-Virginia Tech Oh, that's game. awesome. Two groups. One actually was in the crow's nest calling the game uh, with the full headsets and the whole gear. Second set of gear was set up on press row for a second group. And then five other groups were in the stands with handheld recorders calling the game. <laughs> and I would be interested to hear that. Each each student has to turn in his or her short clip, and they get graded on it. But, you know, we can't do that in a classroom. I have to get everybody to an arena. Yeah, right. So right. what a game to call. Yeah, absolutely. That atmosphere, high-level basketball, both teams played well. So that was exciting last night. Today, I'm really excited about today. So my dear friend Paul Kennedy – who's a Virginia Tech alum who lives in Orlando with his beautiful wife, Jean, uh, works for Fox and also for Bally uh, Sports in, in, in Florida. Mm-hmm. And he's a good friend of Rich Russo, who's the preeminent director of college, or not college, but NFL football in our country. He directs the number one Fox game each week, and he did the Super Bowl last Sunday. And we're going to have Rich zoom in today from his home in New Jersey. Oh, that's going to be so cool. And... So for those that don't know, the director is the gentleman who's calling the shots, what yeah. camera we see when we watch Absolutely. the Super Bowl. Absolutely. And there's, there's a lot on the line when there's over 100 million people watching, and you're trying to get the exact correct shot. Mm-hmm. And they, have, well, they had 90 cameras for that game, and pylon cams, and <laughs> first down marker cams. <laughs> right, right. right. And, and so when you were – Watching was that a holding penalty at the end of the game on Philadelphia? It was Rich. Yeah, he's yeah saying, he's trying to find roll it. back X, roll back yeah. Y. Let's see it on this view. Let's see that camera. So it's more than just what we see. It yeah. was what what the officials saw, what the country saw, obviously. Uh, but most of the people in SMA that get into television, most of our students do end up behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. There are for every person on the air, there's a hundred in the truck yeah. behind the scenes at the studio. Absolutely. And those are the jobs 
there's a tremendous need for people who can create graphics, who can run audio board, who can build graphics that we see, whether it's using a program called After Effects or holding a camera or setting up an arena or a stadium for, for a show. And, and that's, what, that's why I'm so excited that Mr. Russo has agreed to spend an hour with our tech students today. Oh, it's going to be great. If I didn't have to travel to High Point, I'd come over and hang out. I'd like to see that. I'd like to hear what Elway had to say because that's intriguing to me, what those directors go through. really is. All right, so your Baker team game of the week. I was going to go. This is one issue that, that I do have with the college basketball scheduling. The games are scheduled way before the season starts. Yeah. You know, in football, we have these 12- and 6-day windows. Yes. So yes. ESPN decided that the Virginia Tech-Duke game would be the primetime game Saturday night on ESPN. That should be our game of the week, right? Right, right. It's the primetime game of the week, 8 o'clock. Neither team's ranked. Right. We should be pumping it up, right? It's a big game for Tech. It's a big sure, game for Duke, sure. but it's not. It's not. It's not, it's not the Saturday night no. primetime game no. No. towards the end of the season. No, it's not. It's not. Um, I'm going with the Hokies and Tar Heels in women's basketball Thursday. So we talked about this 10 days ago, that Virginia Tech was going to play at the end of the season here, five straight games against ranked, against teams. ranked teams. Remember that? Right. Yep. yep. Said so They said, the way that schedule is, right, the end of February, yeah. five yeah. in a row. They've won the first four. <laughs> One more to conquer. They've, they swept NC State. They beat Duke. They beat Florida State. Like a drum. Yeah. That game was And now, close. back on the road, never close. Carolina is also ranked. So Tech had never beaten three ranked teams in a row. First of all, it's unusual to play it really three is. ranked teams it's in a how row. how good that league is on the women's side. In a tournament, you might get that. But in, during the regular season, they had never done that. Well, they've done that plus one. They've won four straight games against ranked teams. And now the Tar Heels, Thursday night on the road. I think they're winning it. I think they're winning out and winning the tournament. That's my, that's my prediction oh for my that Oh, my goodness. Two. Yep, yep. I think they're going to push for that two seed. I love what I want. I love watching them play. I think they're just. I love the way he coaches, and I think those players. I would say this: if you're going to win six in a row, do it in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Do it then. Do it then. That's a fun watch, though. I mean, they had 6,400. Kenny said yesterday. He said, "I've never heard a crowd like that." He goes, "I've been in places maybe the bigger folks, but the noise that was created, and those players were sitting." He said they were sitting in the huddle going. Just smiling. This is cool. You know, I think that's great. It just shows you right there. And we've talked Castle's about Castle's magical, man. It's, and that's why what Miami did last night to me, I'm telling you. <laughs> I think that was pretty darn impressive. All right. Uh, time now here on the Roth Report. It's Bill's NRV Heart Clinic Top 3. Three, two, one. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top 3. Presented by New River Valley Heart Clinic in Radford. Ah, I love this segment. You know I do. Today is the anniversary of one of the great sporting events in our country's history, you know. Oh, absolutely. February 22nd, 1980, the U.S. Olympic ice hockey team beat the Soviet Union 4-3 to in Lake Placid in one of the biggest upsets in sports history. Maybe the biggest to this day. Well, that's our NRV Heart Clinic. Oh, it is. Okay. The top three upsets <laughs> ever. My top three upsets ever. And this is hard to do because, like, Heather Sutherland going to the senior prom with me was a big upset. <laughs> <laughs> <That> was... Bill's <laughs> top one. <laughs> <laughs> He's going with Heather? What? Really? Oh, well, good for him. 
<laughs> How did he do that? What kind of game uh, that, plan did he that draw? That was up? an upset. No, <laughs> sports. So, um, and it's like there was one that happened this this past summer, right? Saudi Arabia beat Argentina in the World Cup. Yeah, was that the first game? Yeah, yeah. in the first in the, in the opening yeah. round, and that cannot happen. Argentina <laughs> went on to win the whole thing. The whole thing. And Saudi Arabia. Uh, they were done two games later, right? They were done. But they did. They beat Messi, okay. And then, uh, you know, Super Bowl Forty Two. Remember, Indianapolis was ten and six. Yeah, they were big underdogs. The the Patriots had had gone undefeated, sixteen yeah. and zero. Yeah, that 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 to this day. Yeah, they were ready That's, to be that team to replace the Dolphins. Yeah, and then they lost to yeah. Manning. Uh, the catch. Uh, they, they were a wild card team. David they Tyree. barely made yes. the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. The Tyree right? catch. Yeah. Absolutely. Was that the same game? I think that's the same game. Tyrese catch, and then they hit uh, Plaxico yeah, Burris yeah. for the game winner. Yeah. But that doesn't make my top three. Oh, okay. <laughs> my top three upsets ever. Number three, drum roll. We don't have one? I don't have one. All right. Buster Douglas <laughs> do, beating Mike Tyson. Yeah. Buster Douglas oh. beating Mike Tyson. And for this boxing uh, guy, I hated that. I did still, you? Oh, I did. Because Douglas was not ended up being a flop for no, the most part, right? No, he was. And Mike was not right. That whole thing is true. He wasn't. With he was with Robin Gibbons. Where was that? And it was over in Japan, I believe. It was somewhere like that, and it was just—I just remember—I was in such sad shock to see this icon just fall. He never recovered. He never really recovered. No, but you're right. That's that's in the fighting division. That might be the biggest upset ever, right? In, in, the, heavy, in the heavyweight division, yep. absolutely. Number two, number two, Leicester City winning the Premier League in fifteen sixteen. All right, I'll need background on this one here. They were a 5,000 to 1 <laughs> really? team that was about to be relegated. So somebody put money on that. <laughs> imagine, so do a t- imagine what you get for a $10 bet. A $100 bet, you'd win a half a million. Absolutely. Half a million euros. Euros. Somebody did, or too. British pounds. There's no the, doubt yeah, they yeah, did. In London. Um, so Leicester City winning the Premier League when they're about to be relegated to the lower division – we don't do relegation. <laughs> we probably should, but we don't. You're right. <laughs> in, in, but but imagine imagine the worst Division One college football team. Yes. Okay. And you know what? We can't compete. We're going to go to one double A. Yeah, we're zero and eleven for yeah. the for the tenth year in a row. We're losing money. No one's coming. We're going to drop down and play Division One AA or FCS. And then you win, run the table and win it. There you go. That's what win the playoff. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. good. Good context. Yeah. That's that's number two. All right. Um, but if you knew it was going to happen at five thousand to one odds, if you oh. could get that, yeah. I mean, if you ever saw that, you would. It'd be worth throwing ten. Bu- yeah. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Put ten bucks on it. Why not? Why not? Yeah. And somebody did. I guarantee you, somebody did. Put a hundred down, that'd be. You're good. Yeah, we're just talking about how much money you need. That's good. That's a good start. Number one, though, Team USA beating the Soviet Union, February twenty second, the anniversary of that, nineteen eighty in Lake Placid. Has to be still the biggest upset. So, for those that don't know, the Soviet Union back then, this was the Red Army team. This is not Russia. This was the Soviet Absolutely. Union. Absolutely, some of the greatest players ever to play. The sport and one of the greatest coaches, Viktor Tikhonov, was the head coach of the Soviet Union right. team. Right. A gentleman regarded as probably the greatest goalie ever, Viktor Tikhonov mm-hmm. was their goalie. They had dominated NHL teams yes. in the preparation for yeah. this. Yeah, destroyed them. Okay, they yeah. had played yeah. NHL teams in their Olympic tour. They were the best team probably ever in the history of hockey. 
Okay. They blew through. They beat the NHL All-Star team. Right, right. Like 8-4. to four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They had played Team USA in an exhibition game and scored 10 goals. 10 goals, yeah. 10-3. Yeah. Yeah. to 10-3. to three. So they play this game. This wasn't the gold medal game. It was the lead yeah. up to it. Yeah. And, and the U.S. played out of its mind, won the game, and then ended up winning the gold medal. The reason, looking back on it, it's the greatest upset. Those USA kids, it's not like they became NHL stars. <laughs> no, some were like, good players. Some, but... yeah, some had careers. Right. But most of the part, they went on to investment banking. They didn't play. They went on to commercial real estate. They went on to pharmaceutical sales. They went to become That's high right. school athletic directors. The, the last game they played was the, the gold medal well, hockey the gold game. gold medal hockey game. And then they went and got a job at State Farm. Right. It's incredible. There was no way, zero, it's zero incredible. chance for them to win that game. I know. I know. And then the pressure's on because, as you said, that's not – people keep thinking that's the gold medal game. No. They had to go play Finland to win the gold, and they fell behind. Right. And people are like, no, this can't – and then they, they ended up – So there was a guy on the team. He actually scored in that game. Mark Johnson ended up playing Mark with Johnson. Pittsburgh. And I remember watching his career. And I'm like, yeah, we got Mark Johnson. He's won the gold, me- the gold medal Olympic hockey team. And he's like – yeah. He may not make the Penguins. No, he, wasn't like, very, yeah, yeah. he may end up back in the That's minor right. leagues. Herb Brooks, man. It just blows you away. The so, whole Weeb Eubank effect of Super Bowl three kind of encompassed Herb Brooks right there. Anything can that's that's the beauty and the magic of sports, right? It is. That's it why is. we go, because you you don't ever really know. Right. right. Like everyone's saying, Oh, South Carolina's gonna win the women's national championship. Somebody might shoot 75% from three, and then all of a sudden, uh-oh. Yeah, absolutely. That's why you play the games. Maybe That's Liz right. Kitley has the game of her career against Don Staley. That's right. You never know. You never know. She could. She could. Good to see you, man. It's great to see you, buddy. You boy. Me. I'm good to see you in studio. I needed that this morning. You, you hit me hang in the right there. Hang in there. Hang in there. I know it's, it's, a, it's a tough time to be a Highlander Hoops fan, but I appreciate you. Hang in there. Have a good game tonight. All right. There you go. It's Bill Roth and the Roth Report. Quick break. We'll come back. Our second Hall of Famer, David Teal, joins us next. Stay with us. You know, buying or selling a home is a really important decision. We'll trust that decision to the Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda have combined experience of 40-plus years right here in the New River Valley. Check their website, nrvhomes.com, to search properties. They'll give you home field advantage in a competitive market. Hello, I'm Jose. 